It's interesting to look back and to see how evil has been portrayed throughout history and mythology and theology and in the Bible. Often it seems that evil is female. She is the seductress and the succubus. She is the Satan in a dress smashing sailors onto rocks with siren voices and silky smiles. She is Eve. I mean, maybe she's not evil, but she's able to be used by evil. She is. But in today's reading from the Gospel of Mark, Jesus names evil as a man, a strong man who must be bound in order for justice and love to be done. And the strong man is traditionally understood as a metaphor for the devil. Or if you're coming from a more conservative space, the strong man is not a metaphor for the devil, but actually is the devil. Ah, Lucifer. You remember the devil, don't you? Shining angel, burning light of fire, falling down from the height of hubris to be a god. The beauty of the world, the man in the suit. Oh, the perfect suit. Look at that amazing suit, the reasonable man. He stands on the stand before the banking commission, before the royal commission into the institutional abuse of children. He shows us his open palms. He smiles. There's nothing to hide here. It's all above board. The adversary, the one who walks in the dark, he is very beautiful. I am very beautiful. You remember the devil, don't you? And this passage is inviting us into to enter into a type of spiritual warfare, a warfare which exists in the unseen supernatural dimension where God is all-powerful and Satan is in revolt. Or, if you read this passage through a revolutionary lens, the strong man was the Roman Empire, the colonising power. According to Ched Myers in his groundbreaking work of over 25 years ago, Binding the Strong Man, in the Gospel of Mark, Jesus is all about challenging the oppressive political and religious authorities. He's all about lifting up the downtrodden and all about encouraging mindsets that are revolutionary. Not in a violent sense, but in a radical sense. And so, in this passage... Jesus is calling on his followers and friends not so much to enter into spiritual warfare with the devil, although given the worldview at the time of Jesus, I'm sure he meant this too, but was actually encouraging them to enter into the house of their own country and to bind the colonising power which had invaded. Because, in the words of Dorothy Day, who was a passionate pacifist and one of the most well-known Catholic social activists in the world, God did not intend that there be so many poor and so we must urge revolutionary change and so we must bind the strong man of capitalism and individualism and we must reclaim our house or of course another way to hear this text is through the lens of psychology we all know that binding something evokes two main images we can bind to imprison and restrain and we can bind to keep close and keep safe. Bind the baby, bind the wound, I bind unto myself today. And Jungian psychologists would argue that unless we get close to all the many parts of ourselves, including the strong man in each of us, the man who wants to roar down the world and then our house, and uh, this, unless we get close to all of these, our soul, our psyche, and therefore our world can never be safe from the destructive darkness of unchecked ego and ravenous fear. 
Furthermore, Jungians would define this strong man part of us as our shadow and as a repository of our repressed energy. And Jung certainly argued that the answer to human evil is to reclaim this shadow rather than to reject it or pretend it's not there. And in this process, we become individuated or whole, holy, 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 holy. So which of these three speak to you? The strong man as devil, as empire or as shadow self? And irrespective of your choice, how are you going with your binding? How are you managing to bind this strong man and set your house free? When we think about strong men in history or men that have wanted to be seen as strong, we can begin a roll call in our heads. Hitler and Stalin and Pol Pot and Idi Amin and Pinochet and Franco and Hussein and of course, though we know that these are not the true strong men of whom there are so many and whom most of us have known and loved at some point in our lives, men who have stepped into their awesome power and used it for the good. But these gentle, strong men are not who Jesus is talking about today. No. The strong man in today's story, be he a spiritual evil incarnate or a metaphor for the dominating empire or the shadow of self that we have banished, this strong man is in the house and he is causing havoc and he must be bound. So how do we do it? The answer to this question lies perhaps in the second part of this reading. The answer lies in community. In the story from today, Jesus' family have come with chains. They've come with chains to bring him home because they think that he has gone mad. He has lost his mind. Why else would he be speaking out against the empire? Is he crazy? The family stands with the crowd who say to Jesus, your mother and your brother and your sisters, they're outside, they're asking for you. And Jesus replies, who are my mother and my brothers? And then he looks around at those who are working with him and he declares, here, here are my mother, here is my brothers. And whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and my mother. With these words, Jesus is radically redefining family. Family is no longer about blood or tribe. Family is about action and intention. And it's about co-creating God's kingdom here on earth. And together, this family can and must do the work of the binding. The binding of the strong man and setting free the house. I sat with a true strong man on Friday. A strong and beautiful old man, aged 91, a Methodist minister of over 60 years now bound by his own body's infirmities. Secured on a bed with straps to stop him falling and bound in cloth nappies and bound by a tongue that can no longer form words. And we shared communion in the old Methodist liturgy. And I spoke to him of how I, I always have the words of scripture in my head now and, and on my tongue and of how these words come to me all the time unbidden and unbound within me and he nodded and he waved his hands in the air and said yes angels all around 
And I saw how for this old man who had spent his ministry binding the darkness of addiction and alcohol for so many so that they could live in the house of the world without desperate craving, I saw that there was no longer anything binding him to body and that he was already, in a way, in the kingdom, the kingdom of earth and in heaven. And I saw how if we truly give our lives over to this work, there is a peace. There is a peace for all of us that is truly beyond comprehension.